Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. If you have ever felt pain in life, in the gym, in your relationships, in business, this episode is going to be for you. So Christina Gyrod is a powerhouse in and outside of the gym. In today's episode, Christina talks about how to turn your pain into progress. With firsthand experience in failure and struggle, Christina knows what it's like to show up in faith as she opens her first spin studio up during a global pandemic, which is doing so well, you guys. While she had the opportunity to let her struggles and past failures bring her down, she has just chosen again and again to use them to propel her into this new, exciting chapter of her life. Christina has blown my mind for all of the time that I've known her and being able to just see her thrive to this degree has been one of the most satisfying parts of the last few years of my life. So definitely get ready because she is a fireball. She is the best and you are going to be obsessed just like I am with no further ado, my girl, Christina. Hello, welcome back to the Red of Your Alley podcast. I am pumped to be sharing one of my favorite humans today. Um, I met her in a class actually at Flywheel a few years ago in Scottsdale, Arizona. And since then, I have been quietly obsessed through Instagram, real life. I don't know if it's been quiet actually. I feel like it was pretty obvious. But I'm just really excited to share this fiery, incredible woman with you. Christina, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Okay. Of course, it's <laughs> pleasure. Guys, she is so motivated. She's so encouraged. She's so intentional. And you're going to see that through these words. But I just want everyone listening to kind of like give yourself a moment because you're really going to be rocked by these words. So like <laughs> really set your heart and your soul ready just to like receive in this time. And we're going to be talking today about that motivation and courage to show up in business, in life, on the bike, in the gym, wherever you are. And yeah, I just can't wait to just hear the gold nuggets that you have. So with that being said, we're really just going to kick it off with the first question. And that's what's your background? Who are you? What do you do? Give us the spiel. Well, first of all, thank you for that incredible introduction. I have pressure. I'm like, okay, we're, we're sweating. No out. pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> 
I love it. So my background, I'm an Arizona native. I actually grew up in Flagstaff, Arizona, which everyone, like, I can see your face right now. You're like, whoa, it's it's a small kind of hippie-ish town. So I grew up in Flagstaff, played sports all of my life and went to college up there and then moved down to Phoenix when I was done with college. I was obviously into sports, like I said previously, but it really wasn't until my early 20s that I really got into fitness and actually like working out for myself. So through a whole series of events, it landed me where I am now, which is completely obsessed with spin and indoor cycling. But my background's always been athletic. My parents are really athletic. And through a series of events, I was lucky enough to find fitness, group fitness to be more specific. That's so cool. How did you, I've never asked you this, how did you come across it you know because I think there's the movement of spin right there's like soul cycle and all of that but like where did you first encounter it I encountered it solely because your girl's knees are really bad so (laughs) I was just like I I was super young but I had knee surgery when I was 19 I played basketball volleyball track softball and my senior year of volleyball I a girl came under the net which is a massive no-no I was a middle blocker I went up to hit and came down on her foot and twisted my knee out and needed knee surgery ACL so I had really really bum knees I got into this really amazing workout called turbo kickboxing like Shalene Johnson listeners Look up turbo kickboxing with Shalene Johnson. It was amazing. Choreographed kickboxing, cardio kickboxing. So, so cool. Started teaching that, but my knees were just awful, like just so, so awful. So I was on the hunt for something low impact and heard of this thing called spin. And what you see now with Soul Cycle and all the choreography, and even what I do with myself, was not what it was like when I first found spin. We were literally sitting on the bike, just kind of riding in like a 24 hour fitness with like windows everywhere. So you could see people lifting weights out in the studio. And it was kind of a hot mess, I think. I don't know, it was weird. And when we first introduced like tricep dips and push ups, I was like, what is this madness? And three years later, I was teaching and completely obsessed with it. So it was it was mostly because I had really, really bad knees that I just stumbled across spin. And now I'm creating a business around it. So it's crazy. I, I love how life works and how <laughs> the evolution of all the things that we do now too, like it all started in rooms like that, situations like that. And, uh, you know, just it's a testament to, to what time can do. So I love hearing that because I did the same thing. That's where I started in spin and like E-Town Fitness, you know, could see all the guys weightlifting was like sweating, but yeah, spin has evolved in such a beautiful way. And I, I want you to tell us about your business. So give us the, the whole story, the background, even the reality right now. So my studio is a spin studio, a premier indoor cycling studio in Scottsdale, Arizona. It is called Power and Flow, Power Plus Sign Flow. And the plus sign was really important for me to add in there because it insinuates added value. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to bring with Power and Flow with something more than just riding a bike. The evolution of my spin has become more of riding a bike and doing a ton of choreography to the messaging behind it. And so Power and Flow was actually birthed through trauma, (laughs) through loss. And it was teaching for about five years, indoor cycling for other studios here, Flywheel being the most recent one. And Flywheel just shut down on us 
out of the blue. We had, we had very little time. I think it was four day notice that this place that I was managing and running and teaching, I think 14 classes a week, or maybe it was 18 classes a week, something nonsense. I was breaking my body for it because I loved it. And it was taken away from us very, very fast and without much warning. And it was, it was mourning. It was loss. It was a big loss. And I remember crying. I have a legit ugly cry face. Like it was awful. <laughs> teaching that last class and then bawling my eyes out to the class on the podium, telling them I will bring us back together. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I had no business plan. This was July 31st of 2019. I had no business plan. I had no business name. I had an LLC just because I wanted to do like personal training at one point, but never followed through. I had nothing. And the very next day I started writing my business plan on August 1st, 2019. And by December 5th, I had a studio and by March 12th, it was in my hands and we started construction in May and July. I got, I got possession of this beautiful space, Power and Flow now. So within a year, I was able to bring this promise and this realization to life. And it was through a ton of action, but it took a really big loss for it to, for it to happen. Mm, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that or talk about it too you know it was the worst it was embarrassing it was it was mortifying because I I had left my day job and my teaching position at another studio that I was really successful at both of those and so the thought of leaving both of those which it's like better I don't know if it's better the devil you know than the one you don't but it was like you have a cush life and you're like wait I'm pretty good at what I'm doing now and I'm happy do I uproot it all for something else and people thought that I was crazy and then two years later when it crumbled, that was really embarrassing. And it was really hard. And people were sending their condolences, but it was all over the internet. And it was just mortifying and loss, lots of loss. And it was terrible. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's so, you know, it's so funny. I don't know if you've ever seen the chart where it's, it's all over social media, I feel, but it always is, you know, how it feels. Others are seeing how it feels and like, you know, our own experience of what they're thinking. And then, you know, the large part of that diagram is like that they're actually not thinking about it. And I think that is like a lot of proof of our ego and how like our purpose, ego doesn't all have to be bad, right? Too like there are pieces of us that are tied to our purpose and for us to see that float away, even if it's not the fullness, even if it's creating space for the next level of purpose, there is the mourning, there is the grief, there is the shame, there is the disappointment. And there's really not a lot of space, like you create your own space for that. And condolences are fine. Pity, pity doesn't do much though, right? Like, you know, like I'm sorry isn't super powerful, but that pain lets us connect to our power. And I've, I've experienced that myself and, you know, watching from the outside, because I, I met you or I guess I went to Flywheel the first time because I managed social media for you guys for just a little bit. Yeah. And with that, it was so cool to see your power and this team and this incredible brand. And then it coming to an end, I was like, what? You know, and it's almost just, even though I wasn't super involved in that community, I was like, whoa, like the people that go there, like go there, you know? So for, you know, someone watching, I was like, I don't know what Christine's going to do, but it's going to be nuts. Like it's (laughs) going to be insane. And it's so funny to see, you know, you can see something brewing, but still acknowledge the pain 
and like not know how to support, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's so funny that you like made that comment at the end to where you were like, I don't know what Christina's going to do, but whatever it's going to be, it's going to be nuts. And the reason why I say that is because when I finally announced, cause obviously when you're doing something like this, like you don't know what's going to come to fruition and you don't tell anyone like my dogs knew and my husband knew and like five family members. And I have like, I have a huge family. I have a lot of people in my family. So like no one knew. So you're very tight knit with the information. So when I announced it in July, like so many people were like, oh yeah, we were just waiting for this. And I was like, no, like it wasn't even that big of a a surprise for people because it was, it was almost expected. And I was like, well, shoot. Okay. (laughs) But again, it made me feel really good and feeling like, okay, this feels like I'm living in my purpose. Like, okay, this makes sense because so many people saw it and it's scary. Like I don't see myself as other people see me most of the time. And I think a lot of us struggle with that, but it was funny you said that because a lot of people were like, well, duh, we expected that. I was like, no, 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 (laughs) I didn't even expect it. So pretty, pretty wild. But I will say that that moment with Flywheel and when you mentioned ego was so perfect in that if I hadn't experienced that, and I know I've seen this floating on social media or some sort of quote, but without experiencing those trials and the loss and the hurt and the pain, I could have easily still been in my really cush, cush life doing the same thing over and over again. Like I would believe 100% that power and flow would not exist today had I not experienced that loss. Mm. So I, I believe my power really, really got some juice in it when I experienced that massive loss last year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't make it fun, you know, <laughs> but it is cool how, you know, again, that pain creates space for yeah. what your purpose is like, okay, here we, here we go. And, yeah. you know, I like, I've had businesses fail 100%, you know, and from that, like I, in a lot of deep reflection and being like, why did this happen? I came to the realization that when promotion comes before character, our opportunity can crush us. Mm-hmm. And so, so often, especially in this world, like this digital world, things can you know, catch fire. But if we don't have that capacity yet, that's not maybe our fault, but we just don't have it. Things can crush us. And that's painful. That's a different kind of pain though, than something that you're, you're prepared for and you have the character to steward being taken away. But those are always the stories and situations where I, again, I'm like, that is creating space for something crazy, you know? And I, I remember, you know, I've had my successes, I've had my losses and I was watching you even, you know, months later, seeing you at, at Powerhouse Women, seeing you on social media, and just watching and knowing, like, I don't know what it's going to be and when it's going to be, but it's going to be incredible because that promotion is inevitable with a character so sound. So it's just so cool to be able to see it, like, living and breathing and, you know, opening. It's incredible. And it's just the beginning. Just the beginning. Ah, oh, that phrase, like, I said that a lot when when everything happened last year it was like this is just the beginning and it's even funny because now a new chapter is starting where it truly is just the beginning and the magic that's gonna ensue from this place is i don't even know what to expect i've been so floored by so much that's already come to fruition that i'm just like okay and and what i can really draw from that is that it's just been action it's been action it's been a little bit of tears it's been a little bit of crying with my husband, a lot of bottles of wine, but action. It's doing something. And one thing that I've laid into the last few weeks, especially with 
the opening of my business right around the corner is I will go into my business every day and I will do something of value every day, at least one thing, whether it's record a class, whether it's touch up paint, whether it's moving furniture around, setting up decal, whatever it is, I want it to, to move and do something of value for my business. So that way it, it teaches me that added value comes in all different shapes and sizes and forms. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, that's powerful. And, you know, for those who are listening who have businesses, you get that. For those listening who don't, like apply that in your life somewhere. Like where add value, you know, in your fitness, we all have buckets of value and, and craving. And so add value in those places. Don't be afraid to show up because even if you're not getting the ultimate, it is the small things we do every single day that get us where we want to go. Yep. Amen to that. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. I love that. I can't wait to ride. And I want to know, like, how do you stay focused? You know, you're kind of opening a gym in a pandemic. Who would have thought, right? (laughs) Who would have thought? Exactly. Uh, I'm probably gonna, gonna, you know, break the internet by saying this, but I am not a list person. I don't go off of a calendar. That actually stresses me out when I see the list. And if I don't mark things off, I get really like, Oh my God, I'm not being productive. And so what keeps me focused is I literally even maybe before I go to bed, but if not before I go to bed, right when I wake up, I think, what do I need to do today? What's one thing that I need to do today? What do I need to do today? And I literally put that in my brain and I just get that one done. And then I say, okay, what else can I do today? It's only noon or it's only one o'clock. I have more time in the day. So I'm not a list person. I don't meditate. I don't even really listen to music all the time anymore. Like I, I focus on the one task at hand and then I add on to it once I complete it. So that's actually how I stay focused on just getting little things done that are meaningful and of value every day. That's awesome. And there's a book on that called Eat the Frog. So it's figuring out like, what's the one thing, you know, and usually the one thing you need to do is the exact thing you don't want to do. I said it, but you know, that's the what like, okay, I'll do everything else. And I'm very much like that too. I love goals and lists because I need that, but also aim into the anxiety that comes with it. So like eating the frog kind of makes it fun to operate from that place, you know? Absolutely. And especially right now, you know, waiting for the business to open and it became, it can become really redundant, right? You're like, okay, I'm doing this again. And you just have to, you just have to do it. You just have to quote unquote, eat the frog. And I've actually been reading a book. I actually talk about him a lot in my classes when I'm giving messages on my social media posts. I talk about James Clear a lot. He has a great best-selling book called Atomic Habits. So readers, Readers, I don't know if he has an audiobook for it, but Atomic Habits is amazing. And the nutshell of it is if you do something enough and create a habit, like you'll 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 reap the benefits of that. And so I love him so much. He also has this amazing, he has an amazing newsletter that goes out every Thursday. It's a three, two, one newsletter. And it's just three ideas, three quotes, like a couple of concepts from other people. He always gives nods to other people that have inspired him. But James Clear has been so great, kind of like daily stoicism, where it's just giving you those little nuggets where it's like, okay, I can do this one thing. I can do it and it will benefit me from my future self. One of the things he says, 
and I'm paraphrasing here, but he says, if you delay something, you're only delaying a better future for yourself. Mm -hmm. You might as well do it now so you have a better future. So when I don't want to eat carrots, I eat the carrots because I want to feel better tomorrow. (laughs) When I don't want to film a 30 minute class, I film it because it'll benefit someone else and my business tomorrow. So I think a lot of, of James Clear as far as that goes when trying to stay focused as well. That's powerful. And in the gym, you know, I, I had to learn that I like, I'm the kind of person naturally, I think a lot of people actually that I coach, I see this as well. And we work through, it's almost like you have to understand that you're worthy of showing up for and creating those habits and compounding the interest that comes from them. Oh, it's so good. Perfect. Perfect. Absolutely. Yep. So don't just show up because you're supposed to show up because you deserve to be shown up for, right? Power and flow is showing up for the community. One of the videos I just posted was a day I was having a day and I always try to be very open in my videos, but I was saying like, I will show up for you if you show up for me because there are days where it's just really hard. And so Mm -hmm. you have to know that someone else needs to see this, this, this pain and this progress. So we've got to do it. Absolutely. And acknowledging them both makes them, you know, like it shows that they they work together, which is powerful too. I love that. And I love how open you are with your community. How do you help others see them as you see them? I think in the gym, in life, you do that so incredibly well. And I just, do you have any tips, tricks, anything? I, and this is going to sound really corny and like we've heard it all over the place, but it, it truly is being my authentic self with like the edit reel, obviously. So there's things that are, you know, should be shown and things that shouldn't. But when it comes to teaching a class and talking to someone, I try to get them to see me as real as possible because this is who I am. I'm going to cuss. I'm going to, which I haven't done that on this yet. So kudos to me on that. But I really try to be as authentic and I try to tell people, hey, I'm having a day. This happened today. I need you more than anything today. And that allows them to open up to me and say, gosh, I'm so happy that you were real with me. Here's what's been happening. And then we get to develop a relationship. And at that moment, we get to connect on a deeper level that again, like I've always said, is more than just riding a bike. It's more than just sweating. It's us connecting as humans and realizing what happened to you has happened to me and probably will happen a million more times. So I I learned that when I was younger and my father passed away and I held on to a lot of that heaviness uh, for a really long time and it took a toll on me. And I finally told a friend after two years and she's like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I've been there too. My family's crazy too. And I was like, wait, what? And like an elephant lifted off of my shoulders. So I realized that if I'm real and if I can be open with the emotions and the feelings and the things that I go through every day. It allows other people to as well. And then we really can see each other for who we are and support each other through this thing called life. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's all, everything we encounter is an opportunity to like be real and like channel the human experience. And we all have ones we're good at and ones we can grow in, but maybe someone's is business and they're learning and able to be vulnerable and creating, you know, an atmosphere where that vulnerability can be exchanged and that permission can take root. And it's super cool, you know, being in your class and, and just even being your peer as a business owner and being able to see you be that real version of yourself. It's, it is just a permission slip. You're a living, breathing permission slip and anyone can be that. That's the cool part. That is the best part. Absolutely. And I think, Obstacles are a big part of that. You saying your father has passed away. You know, we've talked through different obstacles that you have 
encountered, you know, in your career, what obstacles like stand out that have kind of helped you and equipped you to overcome with grace because you have been graceful, my friend, in this season, you know, to get where you are? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I think the obstacles have compounded from from just that, from losing my father when I was 22, losing careers, the egos. My mother's second husband passed away last year as well. And so we, we have these losses that, and, and friendships as well, really, really close friendships. Those had their season as well. And so there's there's been a lot of loss in, in different ways where you realize you become a different person with each encounter and with each experience. And it doesn't make you weaker. It doesn't make you stronger. It just makes you who you are. And there's a, there's space for that. There's mm-hmm. space for you. And so it, it's making sure that I can take the pain and turn it into progress. It's making sure that I can take um, the moments of weakness and make them my power and, and use it for good. And so when I've experienced these losses, whether I was playing a sport or whether it was these personal experiences, I was at my lowest at some point. Some people would never believe it when I tell them, like I was at my lowest, like I had a bald spot in my head. I had like crazy cystic acne. I was overweight. I put on so much weight. I was literally eating food out of my bed. I was not leaving my home for like a whole month. It was a whole month. Like, I'm just going to put that out there for y'all. Like, y'all going to look me up and see who I am right now. And that was not who I was 10 years ago. It was a really, really hard time. And so I've seen the, the bottom floor. I've seen it. And it's possible to come out, but you have to, you have to shed the layers that are not you and be you. It's the only way you're going to find the support in the community that will actually really trust, not trust you, but support you and carry you if you're your real self. Absolutely. Absolutely. And knowing the bottom floor makes the view a lot sweeter, but then completes the picture, right? <laughs> that awareness is good. It absolutely. You can't have one without the other. It completes the picture. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It takes a lot of courage too. So I want to know what does courage mean to you? I ask this all the time, but I feel like you've encountered it in many different realms. Courage to me is choosing to do what needs to be done, even when you know it's going to be hard. Mm. Choosing to do what needs to be done. And right now in this season, I've had to make a choice personally and as a business owner now to make a tough decision and, and hold the ground, even when it's been really, really, really hard. Mm. So it's that, it's that season of toughness and I'm waiting for the relief to come through. But courage to me is, is doing what you know is right, doing what you know needs to be done, even when you know it's hard. Absolutely. And not backing down, you know, doesn't, you know, we don't have to like come at it, I think too. And like this masculine, like I'm gonna kill, you know, sometimes it is waiting. Sometimes it's trusting. Sometimes it is, you know, like executing from a place of rest and knowing that again, that recovery, that relief, it's going to hit. We don't know when, but it will. And I tell my classes this all the time, going from like the, the spin aspect of, you don't have to be the best in the room. That's not what this is about. You don't have to have all the resistance on. You don't have to do every single piece of choreography and nail it for you to be successful. Sometimes just showing up and putting your butt on that bike is what you can do today. Mm. And I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm here for it. So yeah, the courage, courage just to push through. Absolutely. I love that. It makes me, I like can't wait to be back in an atmosphere like that too in the studio. 
and right. you know, and in business, in all these different parts of life, because it's going to have a new meaning, right? People, which we can hug with masks on, but I just really want those sweaty hugs again. So six months to a year, maybe we'll get there. Absolutely. We are praying. We are ready. <laughs> Absolutely. I just want to know too, in life, I know you, you pour into people and you put your courage into them on the bike day after day after day. And you just give them this, the space. I keep saying that, but you really create space for people to level up physically on the bike. What advice do you have for someone in life? How, how can you tell them like level up? Action, action in all caps with 11 million exclamation points after it action, action, action. It is really easy to, that concept of, oh, I said I would show up to the party when I was in a really good mood, but now a week's come and the party's here and I don't want to go anymore, right? But when you go to the party, you have a wonderful time. You make a new friend. Maybe you meet your boyfriend. Who knows, right? But action is key. Action. Without it, we can't get anything that is due to us. You know, we don't live in our purpose. We can't discover our purpose. We can't become something more and powerful. We can't even discover our weaknesses so we can work through those without action. So we have to move and we have to, and I, this has actually been something really big this year is choosing to learn and read more like and knowledge and understanding, which I was like getting my knowledge from my husband. I'd be like, Hey, what happened today? What are the five things? Great. And I would just go about my day, but I'm, I've made it a point to really understand what's happening in the world so that I can apply things to my life a little bit differently. It really makes you think differently. So action, that's my big word. That's powerful. And it's good. Like action, it can be messy. It can be fun. Oh, it can so be powerful. You know, like it, give yourself permission to like do it and it not be perfect. Right. Exactly. It, that's, that's the only way it's going to be. You won't know if it's right or wrong or good or bad unless you take the action. Absolutely. And action, you know, I've observed this in you and so many powerful women in their different zones of genius that action to it kind of shows you that like bad doesn't exist with good intentions too. like if you know yourself you know your morals you know your values you know what you're running after you will mess up you will make some messes but anything can be cleaned up that was sewed and created from a good intention right and sometimes the lessons are hard but they're good love it nailed it I'm gonna let you have that one. That was perfect. Thank you. You, you taught it to me on the bike. So thank you. I'm just really just regurgitating. <laughs> so exactly back and forth. Here we are. How can we support you? You know, you, you've poured into me so much. That's why you're here. And I know this community is so eager to do that for every single person that comes on here. So how can we support you? Where can we show up for you? Give us the details. Thanks. I would say the, the big, the biggest piece is to spread the word about power and flow, whether you're in Arizona or not. I have a global community now, which is actually incredible thanks to YouTube and quarantine. So thanks, but support, support, follow the studio. You can hit us up info at power-flowstudios.com or www.power-flowstudio.com. And you can just support, find us on our Instagram, support, 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 share the love and do it from a place of love and grace and truly just wanting to see this community thrive. So I'm excited. Absolutely. It will. It already is. But again, this is just <laughs> the beginning and we will end with that. <laughs> Yay. Love it. I love that. Me too. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. That was awesome. And I'm so excited to share it.